a lot of problems. what the f hello i'm jeffrey k horcrims and these are all the same people who were here before but i do feel like it's incumbent upon me to reveal the information that i just heard which is that ryan hartman has to shit <laughs> No, that's, that's, that's not what that's, that doesn't even sound like a phrased. thing I've said. I've never shit in my life. I don't even know how it'd start. Okay, uh -huh, so finally we're talking about your bathroom problems. Exactly. So now I I, I feel I've confident shit a that lot the, today, and I feel like I'm not done. Just all right, we'll get it. Go ahead. Who's gonna? It know? keeps. I don't know where it's all coming from. Uh, well, I, I have a suspicion, but we can go into it after table talk. I mean, I feel like there's only a couple places it really could, uh, you know, be born from. Hello, bow your heads, uh, enter the ritual space. There is now going to be a recitation from the book of Alyssa. Table talk, 6 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Jerry, announce Idol Champions code giveaway. Well, it's only my great pleasure to do so. We are giving away the big walnut bundle featuring an unlock for walnut Don grass, 42 walnut gold chests, and an exclusive golden epic. You know what Whoa. to do. Engage. Jerry, you said it wrong. It's a it's a nut bumble. We established that in the episode. Nut bumble. Nut, a nut a no bumble. Obviously, it's in there. I, I see that Alyssa is already in here typing. I assume nut bumble. Great. Nut bumble has now been added canonically. Uh, it's available. Become I'll active in my chat. Dictionary. Here we go. No, I, I was actually I was in chat before for the cauldron tips. And I was active in chat, and it was exhilarating. Did so, you win? We'll find no, out. I don't think so. Do as I have done and uh, become active. Number two, top donor callouts as usual. To my right, uh, Dinar, how are things at the hut? Yeah, we're just jumping right in. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Woof. Well, Woof. it sounds, it sounds like you have, to shit, you have to shit like crazy. I don't want to uh, be like, yeah, I don't want to be a barrier. It. Look, <laughs> I appreciate the pace. Let me just let me get that out there. I'm delivering. If anyone, if anyone gets it, Listen, I get it. All right. I'm glad. I'm grateful that you have a uh, Zoom background up because we cannot see that you're actually in, in the toilet. Wild in the motion. In the toilet. Yeah. Just spinning around. You don't know what yeah. room I'm in right now. Who knows? Peepus. In the peepus room. No, imagine yeah. a situation like like those like industrial sprinklers, but shit. Exactly. And that's basically like what's the, up. But like the fear factor yeah. camera. Like he's just, oh. Oh, oh yeah. my God! And there's a beetle somewhere. Anyway, yeah. Just anyway, looking. Anyway, I'm in the den. Uh, All and right, things are good. Things are good. <laughs> Not that That's all. Yet. Next. <laughs> is is there anybody else that you'd like to thank or yeah, anything like that? Oh, or yeah. Well, I you know I'm currently in the midst of a pretty heated legal battle with a certain former employee that oh wow. Name. Uh -oh. Um, but it's looking like I've retained some pretty strong legal counsel and I think they're going to guide me. Well, uh, you might be familiar. Someone that goes by the name of Canaan Flaxvine. Oh, what a, what a comfort that must be. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Got you got to watch out. Law degree. That's exciting. He got his, yeah. Correspondence that, and I think TV VCR repair, like it was like a combo uh, degree. So, oh, wow. It's one price. I mean, I'm getting a value out of this. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Hey, you know, fix the tracking on my, on my copy of three men and a baby. And then also file this court document for me. So, oh man. So this good. is what you're describing. Dinar is basically the perfect outcome. Yeah. I mean, everything's coming up what a, right now. what a, what a day what yeah a day. wow That's let's all celebrate 24 hours uh, to the right of my right um 
Uh, Ms. Dongrass, uh, is there any new business? There was, but whatever it was went right out of the old noodle. Um, it on, happens. Walnut. Hang on, wait. I'm going to channel I'm walnut. The, nut, the nut. Nobody out pizzas the nut. Nobody out, out pizzas the nut? Okay. Um, You're gonna hurt I, yourself. I have, I have, uh, I have a new member to the Grove. Um, you'll have to enjoy those before jokes. I don't have any good after jokes, but I do love your username. It's Gunks. Oh, it's, it's Gunks. Well, it is Gunks. Obviously, that fan it, favorite character. It won't be Gunks when you join the Grove. No. Hey. All right. I love what I'm hearing. Now, uh, Rosie B. Singer. I understand that stars are real. Is that, yeah. I mean, is that accurate? Am I, am I wrong on that? Or is that, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're wrong about a lot of things, but on this, well, you're correct. Okay, well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Do you have any other questions for me? No, that's it. All right. Uh, all right, uh, emerging, no, I mean, yeah. Let me tell you more. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You didn't ask the question, right. but I got the answer for you. I look up uh, in the in the sky today, and there's this there's this weird thing that's really? going on with Aquarius huh. and the equinox. And I, love I see usually I just see one constellation. The rest is just garbage, just hmm. random assortment of stars. But today, two constellations, and I've named them. Ready? One, Bentoma. The second one, Cake. You're they're right next oh. to each other, Bentoma and Cake. And they're, they don't look they don't look anything like this. They're not nearly as cool as this one, but they're they're still pretty good. Well, they constitute a single shared sort of star matrix, a celestial matrix. I mean, is that mm -hmm. is that basically? Yeah. yeah. All right. Sure. Um, now, <laughs> um, uh, now, Chris Straub, um, have yes. there been any emanations from the void? All the time. This <laughs> thing is so noisy and. The void is a misnomer. Like I would rather it actually be silent. But is this Ryan it's just Scott a racket. Again? I'm Avoid sorry. What void. is he doing? Is it yeah, Ryan you got to stay away. Yeah, you got to keep clear. Ryan, tell me how the void's doing, and just, 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 just a nod or a or a shake is all we need. To, oh yeah, he's peering in. Well, there's a lot of secrets to be discovered with, uh, and it helps to have two pairs of eyes. Thankfully, I noticed that. Uh, Tyrannosaurus looking back, uh, as Nietzsche might have told us, but he That's may where also he went. receive. He <laughs> went that right where he's into hiding from the lawsuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where he is, and he's also going to be discovering a, a probably a piece of paper that I've put my blood on, that anybody can have, but not everyone will get. Oh, okay, I think I can follow that down. Now, obviously, for my part, <laughs> Cauldron Tipu. I, I think I get the gist. Ooh. Cauldron Tipper. Now, that's my James Heffield Cauldron Tipper. Um, who could it be? Who could it be now? <laughs> I wish I had an ancient Cassio. Um, well, it's Tyrannosaurus and Canaan Flaxvine. All right, so that's that's what happened, what? you know. And we we live in we. That's the world we live in. We have to we have to accept it. And this um, is the world we live in. Oh, oh, wait. No, I listen. I, I just, I just made my children listen to this, and I made them sit for the whole thing. Uh, they'll never listen to it again. I have, I have. There's a, there's a, a complicated, rich web of lore that has been created here. So, the void, yeah, Ryan's butthole. We yeah. peered into it. We His found, ass. we found Tyranthosaurus within That's it. 
Tyrannosaurus is also the one initiating the hostile takeover of the Yum Yum Hut, and Kanan Flaxbine is the lawyer fighting it, and they both tip the cauldron. This I is feel like, like there's. I feel like, like Fanon battle in the heavens. I feel like some Fanon has crept in here. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, only Ryan could say if that's what crept in. Yeah, so it be, I mean, were causing the problems. Conflict I mean, of interest. I'll says never tell. <laughs> Uh, but it is absolutely the case that Tyrannosaurus and Cain uh did collaborate in a, a, a vigorous meta tip uh, of the Ultra Cauldron. I'm and not obviously, that world building. Yeah, exactly. It's about it's obviously the IP is very very embroidered at this point. Um, when I go back to the book of Alyssa, I see uh, that there is a poll result discussion and. Ultimately, what I have here now, they obviously split the difference here. Uh, Brahma, Ludier, I see 49%. At any rate, that's what the, that's what, you know, uh, Bulin's script gave me as the winner. But my guess is that if I actually looked at the poll thing, it would probably say 49% and 49%, which is my guess. Uh, Tone Ka uh, Ta is actually just for your own purpose yes it is trevor's girlfriend who is a lich we had a whole adventure uh where you know the doomgate denizens were able to do some matchmaker activity right um but it should also be established uh that that is also the lich form of a character that i had in high school Aha. So you should know there are uh, obviously, you know, typically magical liches, right? That's the classic sense. It's the wizard, but there are divine liches as well. And so I don't want to tell on myself too much. Um, you know, obviously 18 year old Jerry, I consider a personal enemy. I don't want to laud them in any way, but that is where that name came from. Kachik Cha obviously is a reference to uh, my own larvae. Uh, Kachik Cha oh. is what my eldest child would call my youngest child when we were at the beach uh, because they claimed that she was the queen of the crabs. Oh, and that's cool. That, and that was their name for that. her. Uh, and that, that, always awesome. brought, that always brought me a lot of joy. Um, but in terms of Brahma Ludier, uh, the main thing I wanted to emphasize is that, you know, Brahma was a very tragic figure in the very first part of this, of this, you know, season four last campaign in terms of Sparata, this bizarre city that is being actively manipulated uh, by Elder Brian. And you go nuts when you get there so that it can generate um, it, it's just basically using every conscious being there to try to generate um, outcomes. It's just spinning a, a cosmic tumbler with people's consciousness. And so once she was able to escape even just a few moments out of town, um, she reverted to the character that we know and then spent the rest of the year uh, doing everything that she could to help certainty drawn uh, bring those malevolent events to a close. Um, and then I think the main thing I want to emphasize 
is the moment from the last game where Audra, so Brahma's pretty tough. She is, that's her, that's her, that's her role in the relationship. And, uh, but in the presence of Audra, uh, one snap is all it takes to uh, revert to that student posture. And so the very, very strong implication that I would like to make, at least for the Shadow Council, is that Brahma has now taken up the tutelage of Prism. And when Audra says, uh, teach her the loot, what Audra means is train her as an assassin. So that's the, that's the head cannon for you. Moving forward, file that away, enjoy it, savor it. Number four in the book of Alyssa, Jerry Winter call-outs. Wait, that was so savory. And then you just oh. booted on by it. Whatever, oh, you know what? I just want to take a minute and appreciate. I liked it. Well, you know, I mean, I, I figured that you were already there. I, I, I figured that, I, I guess we never discussed it, but that's, I mean, moving forward, they have their own graphic novel or whatever. Uh, these rivals that, um, you know, that have to, Train, they have to learn from each other. It's a great show. I'll talk to Netflix. I'll see if I can get that made. Um, but Idle Champions codes, uh, were you active in chat? Let's find out. Kindled Sky and Neekman, get your mitts on these Ms. Dongrass codes. Uh, Elderwood Academy, Walnut Custom Spellbook, a, a true artifact of our four-year campaign. Uh, a genuine delight for me Barovian Bex, who I've just actually started talking with on the Twitter. I am overjoyed uh, that it should land uh, in such an honored realm. Level up dice, ionized clear quartz set. Do not eat unless you're very hungry. Eat a little uh, bit. Well, a little nibble. Um, Admiral Sen, thank you so much. Now, MVP, is there an inanimate object? that we can elevate to most valued. Vertexes, mustache. Tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 the mustache is awesome. I was gonna suggest that the chair that, that he spun around and yes. absorbed. Whatever yeah. it is, Classic. Vertex though. It whatever it is, it doesn't vertex. matter. Whatever Vertex said, whatever it came out of his mouth. It was really funny. Like my fantasy scenario, like, so, you know, According to the book of Alyssa, obviously we enter into the Zoom. We're ready a half an hour or so before it's time to go live just to make sure that everything is dialed in, right? But I had to pause this Zoom so that I could watch the episode. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Also, you started yeah. typing a live chat just saying the things that we had done, which reminded <laughs> me a lot of like if you ever watch Arnold Schwarzenegger do like uh, direct behind the scene talks over like Total Recall. It's just him being like, oh, this is the scene where I I, I totally punched this guy. Like it's it's just him this, saying the things that are happening. This guy. Um, anyway, now, all I am saying is that it's gonna be such a delight. I always think about it in the, like in the future, right? So somebody finds this C team thing and they start watching it. Though somebody's like, oh man, you gotta check out the C team. And they're like, I guess. And they're like, they're watching a few episodes and they're like, wait a second. So they're just like in different versions of the inn. And then eventually they get way into it. And now they're like, okay, so Rosie is actually like, wait a second, Dinara is like 18. And like Rosie's like cleaning and like taking care. Like, 
And, and they this, never left the test market? Am yeah, right exactly. These are the big questions, right? Obviously, I believe the planar synchronous answers that question in full. But, you know, maintain it. Um, all I'm saying is that I'm so delighted that at some point somebody's going to get near the end of the, of the whole show and they're going to hit this episode, which is a delight. There is so this Ryan shit in this episode is too good. Yeah, it is it too really good. good. I started um, calling this two I mean, table talks ago because I wanted. I am amazing. To be the first. Obviously. Yes, that's the official position. I watched. I unfortunately I was trying to do other stuff while I was uh, in here, so I didn't get to catch all of it. But I was cracking up a lot at. Uh, Tris was dropping bombs. So I Tristan was dying. Was so there was heat. Today. Jesus. There was heat. Oh, dude, this this mom is the apex. The Mothman inspired, like out of nowhere, this this character development on Moth on the Mothman. It's real. Chat wanted to know: Is this the Mothman or just a Mothman? Oh, I, I like... don't subscribe that there's one Mothman. I think Mothman is a type of cryptid, one of which I aspire to become. Thank you. Yeah, it's Your... it's you know keep reaching for the stars. Up. I think they're special here on Earth and like in this plane of existence. There's maybe one, but then D and D, there's a bunch. There's yeah. a zillion. I completely Five. disagree. And yeah. after this call, please stay on for my Mothman disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get real. We're, we're just gonna. So we're, I'm gonna share my screen. We're gonna show the TED talk. Um, so I have standard game discussion and question answering. Now, does anybody have a discussion, uh, or should I bring up? the question answering phase and we can leave this to uh the shadow council of mayor labors please them um yeah i have a question i i'm, I'm still curious about this we were we had we had prepped ahead of time like oh we're gonna do a doomgate episode for halloween but there was an hour a delightful hour of establishing that kathris draub now has a cult true and uh i'm wondering is that gonna uh, is that going to be a Chekhov's gun? Is that going to come back to haunt us in the next few episodes? I don't know. Well, it's just a thought. I just, I mean, you, do you authentically think that Bethany has it in her to, to, to fire that weapon? Hmm. No, but she maybe like, Tina. Tina <laughs> or Tony. Tina and Tony, that's the real power couple. Oh, yeah. Listen, I think I understand, Jerry, that you like to set things up to you know, hint at a, a larger world and then just let them sit yes. and never do anything with them. Correct. So my assumption yeah. is that there's where that's the end of that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But, I'll never hear from him again. But you do have a great end for your final lore, if you have one, which would be writing the book of the earth that you need to leave behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could be pretty rich. That could be pretty rich. Yeah. Now, Ram Rapara asks, who is your favorite Doomgate PC or NPC? Uh, I don't know how you could, how could you watch this episode and not say Vertex? Uh, this, like a, whatever answer may have existed prior has been blown out. Although I guess NPC, special place in my heart for Kitschuk Cha. Yeah. I also like Kitschuk Cha. And we like this like bug. Hasn't done very much, but I just, anything, yeah. the mantisness. Yeah, I love it. He made knives. He's making them. Just, yeah, just did, devil make really, hair. 
a very compelling kachikcha noise during this episode, Tristan, and I, I think that pushed me over the edge. I think it's kachikcha for me. You're on. Are you team kachikcha? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go go full kachikcha. <coughs> That's powerful. Um, hey, now Yithian historian wants to know, Tristan, how bad does the mom voice hurt? Oh, baby, it goes down smooth. Is it easy? Uh, no, it's oh. incredibly horrible on my vocal cords. However, um, I love it and I will do it until I can no longer speak. I think what was more damaging on the larynx, larynx and esophagus this time was the laughter and that my brand of laughter, when I get going too hard, you've all heard it for years now, but especially in this episode, it just seizes up and no air can get through. And I just mm -hmm. kind of squeak heave for a long time. That hurts. So thank we, you, treasured we, friends. Yes. Now, Splinter Smith says, give us costume deets, players and or characters. But I feel like that's quite broad. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Cersei Lannister wore this dress um, that I really like in the third season, uh, which is kind of a uh, sort of a black brocade fabric. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I like this it. exact same answer. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Dress of the year. Doty. How about you, Ryan? Is there a dress that you like? For Kate? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought you just said worm. Or whatever. <laughs> worm? worm? Sure. Whatever. Yeah, worm. I think that would Make work. Uh, I so like worms. I mean, I'm I have a, yeah. Vertex is a cube. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dress could just be floating in there. I guess it's true. Are are any of you wearing a costume? Anybody's kids got a good costume this year? I'm oh, not. Oh, this is the Halloween but... question. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Oh. <laughs> so, Brenna, for Aronia, Brenna is making a um, uh, like a based on like an old pattern like a 1950s dress for some reason ronya wanted to be like a 50s like a 50s woman mm. um mm. i'll send pixel up like a poodle skirt like a greaser y yeah we, we we watched grease and i think it really got in there mm. yeah it does uh, <laughs> you can't do that i think it kind of i think it kind of got a hold of her a little bit i think that sleepover was aspirational I'm gonna just a... use my makeup to paint on a mustache, and I got a little um, badge, a little, a little thing. I'm the yeah. Ted Lasso, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm just—it's just for me. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> the, the, I'm gonna, thing. I'm gonna cow costume I wear every year. Oh really? I have a bee. Yeah, that's my thing. And then Brenna oh, has like the, she has the flower cute. like head thing, and it's like, hey, I guess we're—I don't know—that's weird. Yeah, I'm gonna means. be a hedgehog. Nice. <gasps> Shadow the Hedgehog? No, just a little, with the guns. Little, yeah, <laughs> nice. Just a little hedgehog, just a little, just a little brown hedgehog costume. It's got little quills, and there's a little yeah. apple that sticks on the quills. It's cute. Nice. I, I have a TikTok. I need to send you later. Um, it's reverse. Uh, dead henchman. It's about shadow. Yeah, exactly. It's about shadow. It's it's incredible. Uh, what do you? is the funniest episode. Gosh, we've been doing it for a very, very long time. I mean, for me, I I have a very high opinion of this one in terms of in terms of actually just being legitimately silly. But the Doomgate episodes in general are have been whacked out. Do you remember when we did that episode at TwitchCon? Mm -hmm. And 
nobody could really tell us where the stage was, and then we went there, and it was like twelve people. Yeah, Do you remember this? they weren't ready. Oh, there was, Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. TwitchCon sucked. It was genuinely a bizarre experience, and one of those people was my wife, Brenna. It. I think a lot of people had a hard time finding the the theater. It was broadcast. Okay, it's about streaming. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've that's been true. told. I guess that's true. We did. We had a. We did all right. There was like a. It wasn't a full theater, but there was a hundred or two. Nah, that wasn't it. But I think it was bigger. It was, fine. It was for the. It was. There was a the bigger stream. crowd there. I know how theaters work. Okay, I run right? conventions. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So consider this. Count, so no. So now we're getting into some perverted shit from S.A. Wells. Nice. Uh, question. In our next game session, my wife's paladin will be helping a succubus get married to her warlock girlfriend. Rawr. I have never seen this level of planning from the party. Yep, I bet. As the C team ends, boo. Are you comforted by the amount and the kind of D&D you have inspired in your audience? Thank you for everything. That was really sweet, but it was a question that started with succubus. <laughs> I, was really, I was really sitting on that idea for a second. Yeah. Ugh. Is there a way to conflate them? Because I was going to say that like it is sweet and it is nice to think that something we have done is like inspires these games. But if it just inspires this sort of perversion, yeah, exactly. Come this down kind of say no. This twisted behavior. That's homophobic. Nine one one. Fundamentally, yeah, I think that C Team is a, fundamentally like it's a Christian show, and it's a it's about morals and it's about right. good yeah. behavior, family and, values. Yeah, uh, the nuclear family, and how yeah. to go to heaven, and how to be a good person, and be in uh -huh. heaven. Yes. And how to be a good angel man. Please stop. <laughs> uh, now, more striking than lovely, a handle I've always appreciated. Uh, as the C team comes to an end, the C team is coming to an end, which sucks. But you all seem to have so much fun playing this game together. Will you continue to play D&D off camera? Absolutely either, not, no. either with each other or with other parties? Definitely not. Never no again. No, no never, we're never going to play. I should never roll a D20. Never again. What's the point? Okay. No. It's Legally, I have to quit my job the day that this is over, so I can have. I go. I'm going cold turkey. No Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I just I, you go out on top, right? Well, yeah, exactly. it's like I'm gonna play. I'm gonna run game for a bunch of ne'er do wells, bunch of Johnny Come Latelys. The answer is no. Uh, the answer is hopefully we we. I don't know. Obviously, we're all gonna play D and D again someday. Maybe not with each other because yeah. God, sick of that. But. Um, one of the questions I've been uh, haranguing this group with is, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing next? No, it's are true. Are we hanging I, out next? I have What's heard that? this. I have heard this. This. This question from from Kate. Uh, the, right now, we don't actually know. But uh, do we know how to run a cool show and have fun and um, connect with people? Yes. So it's definitely worth keeping that in mind. Uh, Yithian historian, who gave the Ur its name and why did they pick it? Well, that's not me. I'll tell you that much. It was it was Tristan. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? The hell up. It was it wasn't me. Are you sure? It wasn't me. Yeah, I'm hundred percent sure because the Ur became like the de facto term for it. 
I don't know if you can you can find maybe the mention of the of this being that Kathris once referred to as what we now know as the Ur. It was Atoll, the unfathomable Eidolon. That was used one time and then it was dumped. I was trying to find out like what is the in the similar way as the Tetrathanatica, what is the least number of syllables you could express at, at a thought in? What seemed like it could be the most complex in the least number of, with the least amount of room, but the Ur is so much better and cleaner and it's, just, and it's smarter in general. It, Hold you on. Know. You don't think of yourself as coming up with it? No, that is yours. That the term is yours. Is it? And you know what? The God is yours too, because part of the agreement at the beginning was like, can I, can you throw stuff in and I don't know what's going on? And yes, the answer was yes. I don't. This is your game. That's the yeah. same with same with Dinar. I didn't. I <laughs> had the background and everything, but I didn't name his town. You named Jinar. I didn't name Jinar. Well, huh. that's weirding me out a lot. That's not how it's I think a long of it. Time. It's uh, a long yeah, time. It game. it's yours. Woof. Uh, Barovian did it. I don't know. She, yeah, I was like, also it's your imagination. Also, it's Tristan. Honestly, I could I could make a strong case. Uh, Barovian Bex. What will you miss the most about playing the C team characters? Now, obviously, in my fantasy, we would see these characters again at some point, bare minimum, like on the Ack Inc. stage. But it is worth taking a moment right now to, to think about what we were able to accomplish together in this specific time. I think that's worth lauding for sure. So what would you miss about playing your characters? Like, what is it about them that um, has been nourishing to you, has been of use to you? Joke answer is free therapy with my friends. Yeah, the, real, uh, the, the real opposite of free. The real, yeah, it's not. not the answer free. is free therapy with my friends. The real, that's what I was going to say. The real answer is free therapy. No, I was going to say that um, being in a, in a safe zone in front of you know with all of my friends in front of my you know hundreds of closest confidants no when you know when we're in the room together i just feel like it's just just us in the room together and there's been a lot of like exploration that i i would not do at every table and it was I've, very nice to get to do it with all of y'all I won't yes that. our table is it is okay to to explore at our table I, it's I have, okay to do. I have always wanted to be the kind of friend who's like too much and very yeah. nurturing and like very, very maternal. And I think that because I chose to make this character, I got to be that mm -hmm. for, for my friends at this table. Like I, I feel like I have tried to help take care of almost all of you, most of you, maybe all of you at some point or another. And that there might have just been just like a little bit, a little bit of Rosie in there that that made it so like, okay, come take care of me. Um, and and I think I think that's been really nice. Um, yeah. It's been I'll just miss because God, it's so it's just nice to like, Brian, you know what I'm saying? It's nice to just let go and be an idiot. Just be as stupid as possible. This guy gets it. There's a lot of jokes down there. It's just boys so easy. say something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, boys, yeah. you go. I mean, for Dinar, I mean, I, I, I think Dinar has run his course personally. I am not opposed to endings. I think there has been a nice journey of growth for the character over our four plus seasons. I 
I like that. I like <laughs> things. I don't think things have to go on forever. I I like uh, still <laughs> and Vertex more almost. It's yeah. Like, oh, there's there's still things to find out about them. Um, yeah, I, the next chapter for still would be so interesting. Yeah. To me, um, I would love to see that uh, again. Now, Crasp, uh, what's going on up there? Uh, I think like. I mean, similarly, like, I I keep coming back to the idea that Cthulhu is fundamentally was like uh, like a horror uh, outlet, you know, or like this existential outlet. Uh, and there's no way to get rid of them. I just carry them like a millstone. That's who I become. It's, it's like too close. There's too much. I need to get some distance. But but quiver was is like i want to know i want to explore i want to see these cats i want to see what that was like we did not go back to that family or anything yeah i, I want to see these and it was also nice to play and not a detached uh but a loving <laughs> kind yeah adventurer. yeah i think so. i think so too like that dad energy is quite rare i think in media and it's really really I tried to provide as many opportunities as I could for it. Um, Scarlet Moth, what is one memory of your character or one scene from the show that will stick with you forever? And of course, we know that this question comes from the moth because it comes from the heart. Um, is there a is there a memory like a character moment that that uh, you think is going to hang around for you? You know, we always answer this question, um, but I, I don't. I don't know that Chris very often often answers this question. What's What's one big one for you? Me personally, I was I was I was trying to come up with a memory, but I think, like, I don't know if I can come up with a specific one, but I think that mine leans on uh, Tris and like Cthulhu and Walnut as mm -hmm. the siblings, as the you know, at the beginning of the, the, um, the confusion Kisris has and ends up calling Walnut Mileiki is, it's such a charming, like it's a, it's a very kind and uh, it's not a place I expected to go with the character, right? But it's such a, I'm very fond of it. One of my favorite Kithris memories is when, sorry, Tris, um, but uh, I was just going to say that um, I, I did not expect that to uh, go that way either, because I remember uh, Walnut being very antagonistic towards Kithris in the beginning, um, just being like, oh, yeah, drow, ancient drow. enemy. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and um, what's funny is that I made Walnut the character because, um, you know, she's dealing with like being displaced from her home which as a person that moved very far away from home that was a thing that i was dealing with at the time and then similarly in my life where i was like oh yeah you can also have like found family in your life and then like leaning into that more in the game i'm like oh the art imitating life or life imitating art oh boy and so just like that hit me right at the right time in my actual factual life for me to be like and i will now hyper fixate on these elves yeah, so my one of my favorite Chris, you know, Chris Straub slash Kathris Straub moments was early on with the Wandering Crypt, where they didn't want to leave the symbols. 
and it cre- it was one of the first big inter-party conflicts and i i loved it i thought it was so so cool with the it's like it's becoming more and more dangerous it's rising and then of course ryan being new to D, it's just like so this other person like this other player can actually fuck things up for the whole party like realizing that how sophisticated the play space is it was just really really neat um one yeah. of my one of my favorite moments for walnut um was actually from the third season oh oh it's it's this little thing i just remembered that it's on my desk it says i'm a road not a home and it has yeah person and walnut on it and they're they're back to back it's a good phrase um but there was a really cool moment where walnut wanted to basically annihilate herself for the grove but her mother had um predicted she would try um that and so i already actually had the answer for that as you were doing all that but that act took you almost like two games to get through and it was just nuts it's just nuts it's hard to imagine this stuff happening in a role-playing game but it did it's hard to imagine it all happening in the same game it's really wild so uh ryan or kate you have any juice the the moment that ryan was like the moral compass when we killed oak like i I was gonna say yeah that's ryan that's actually that's actually dinar's thing yeah that was a fun one and it's funny too because i didn't tell y'all that i was gonna do that but i did say i was like I just gave a little warning, like I'm gonna bring heat today. Just go with it, sort of thing. Uh, but that was fun, and and I like the scene where where Rosie talked him down, especially off the top of your head, having to put that all together because I knew what I was gonna do going into that game, but you didn't, Kate, and that was really cool. Um, I really liked also the one where everyone played Dinar's siblings. That was really a fun one. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Actually, but like I was thinking about this just the anticipation of like the season, the series ending and stuff. And also with the Doomgate, I was like, what are some of my favorite moments? And the one the one probably single moment that I really liked the most, because I I remember it so clearly, it was the Doomgate episode where and I had told you on the side, Jerry, that I wanted to retcon and retroactively have been poisoning everyone for a whole year. Right. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> and I remember when it all was kind of revealed and clicked and Tris, you were like, what the fuck? Like really loudly right next to me. But it was also a live game. So like, as everyone realized what was happening and what I was saying, like there was like this slow, like rumble of laughter of like understanding. And then everyone was like, holy shit, he's been poisoning everyone and cursing them. Cause he's so, so insecure. <laughs> like, yeah, that was good. That was a Hair of the one. dog. God, that's so funny. Sucked. Um, for me, the, the, there's a lot of incredible moments that are very fond and we've been over them, but the one that I will remember until the day upon which I die is when Walnut motherfucking Dongrass and Tristan Falcone at the same time conspired without meaning to, to make me cry online. Like IRL? Genuinely, genuinely burst into tears during a game because I could not manage the fact that my emotions were real they were rosie's emotions and they were they were also kate's emotions 
Um, and to me, that has become this, this moment that I tell people about, even though like when people come and they tell you about their, I've said this before, but people tell you about their D and D games. It's like hearing about their dreams. You're like, I, I can't relate to this. It sounds great though. Um, but I do this now because of you, Walnut. Um, I tell people about when I cried online because my emotions were so real and I, I find it scientifically fascinating that a game that you make up in your head, yeah. it's not real, that none of it is happening and the people aren't real, but you can feel real emotions and remember it like it's a thing that really happened to you. There's there's wizardry in that. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll never forget that. The day I die. That is, that is such a good way of putting it. That, the one for me that for that is the first day that, um, like the time that Walnut and Brahma actually like met up in the, on the on the boat um, on the horde right but and that happened Friends in that episode us. and they had their their romantic dalliance um but i remember that as after the episode i'm like oh that was the day walnut and brahma hooked up and then i went to the beach and watched the sunset and just fucking thought about life i was just like really wistful and like like outside of the game I had like a two-hour come down i was like what the yeah, fuck? there's been a lot of episodes where I needed aftercare. Like we have all gotten in the chat that night and been like, "Hey, is everybody doing okay? That was really intense. <laughs> Does anybody need need a hug virtually?" Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's we've done a lot of stuff. Um, Jerry, what's your what's your favorite moment of all that's gonna stay with you till you die, of all? there was just one there was one moment like there's there's too many but there is a specific moment so i'm always trying to emphasize sensory data that that characters perceive inside the game and uh just because that gets hooked into people's memories the most i want them to experience it as viscerally as possible there was a moment in the velvet cloak arc in the third season where everybody was sort of like brought down into this vault where the weapon was that they were going to use to try to destroy the Sanguilith. And because it's completely hermetically sealed, the ship around it was destroyed. And then when it opened back up, it was just the wreckage of the fleet. And to me, like that was such a, especially like moving out to where there's like no sound, like, not being able to know something terrible had happened. That's one of my biggest, that's one of my biggest fears is that, that expanse between, um, like when something has happened, something catastrophic has happened and there's a period of time where you don't know it. And just, oh man, it was hardcore. Um, oh no, no, we're, it's, it's all to the, it's all to the G. Now, Brovian Bex has one more question for you, Tristan. Um, Tristan, do you have any advice for designing a prefab character for a recently discovered non-binary teen? It could have been discovered in a crate. Um, I don't <laughs> the know. Scientists have recently discovered. Exa exa you can see them teens. holding up two two uh, vials. Hmm. Um, I want left to in a cradle like, on someone's doorstep. Yeah, teen. male, exactly. female. Uh, um, I, ha so, I have. Yeah, I have. I have something that I I wrote notes on because uh, I. I've, I've gotten this question a lot in my DMs and now I can just generally answer this. Um, one, good on you for trying to make uh, space for this person. And totally. the table is a great place to work things out. Sometimes um, if you're gonna do make a character for anyone, I think it's great advice for anyone, but you can make the character, make their combat kit, 
Um, and you could either invite the, the, the player to describe the character during the first session. So you're not prescribing maybe like how they look or how they present or anything about them. Um, I mean, you could even, you know, if you're doing a prefab where you're like, okay, it's gonna be a dragonborn, great. But like, you could leave everything else up to them. Um, or they could also like do a drawing if they're inclined or write a couple sentences Ooh. beforehand, but just like giving them the space to like maybe alone, just kind of like think about that. Um, but the other thing I was gonna say is that while some people find D&D a great place to explore those things, some people don't, but just cause you're offering them that opportunity, don't expect them to take it, um, but it is nice. That you're doing that absolutely that is my prescriptive advice the end take it with a grain of salt <laughs> i love it hey uh uh book of Alyssa, the last one. Oh, actually there's been a, there's been a recent edition the gummy minis kickstarter if you saw our spice and dice and saw the ritual that we were part of it was very intense um the gummy mini kickstarter actually i checked it yesterday and it has actually succeeded there they were like at 23 g's last time i saw but there are four days left in the kickstarter uh so go if you're trying to get a piece of that uh hit up gummyminis.com that has a link to the kickstarter in there number eight jerry thank partners level up dice uh idol champions Elderwood academy obviously much love thank you so much for supporting the show all these years uh until next time revered shadow council may our labors please you uh we'll see you next week